0: Okay. So today is eighteenth of March, twenty twenty two, and it's twelve forty six a.m. Okay, I'm supposed to be walking, or studying, or sleeping. I am, however, unable to do anything despite having consumed an entire bottle of one of my favorite energy drinks name withheld so i finished drinking it hoping i'll get that kick that caffeine kick and get to work as usual but hmm, i've just been doom scrolling and staring into nothing, so I realized perhaps I could try and blow up some steam by talking through some of the stuff that has been on my mind lately, I think at this hour there are like two main things that I would much rather talk through, ah it's hard to decide, I think this is one of those nights where I'm like in between hyper focus and complete confusion. So the hyper focus is there, the ability to like focus on on my work for the night and get them done. It's there. But due to confusion on what exactly to on on what my state of mind should be. Due to that confusion, it's hard to just get myself to work. So I'm just in a a terrible state of analysis paralysis, as they call it. Just like now, I don't know which one. Okay, so the two things on my mind. The first one is, I guess it's the first one because it's more recent. This afternoon, I came back. I got back from school, from Madrasa. And... I was really tired. I had a whole lot to do. I wanted to sleep. I wanted to, you know, do my chores and stuff. And I was like, ooh, anxious, there was so much to do, so much to do and very little time. So I found myself saying Rahma. Easy on the hard ones. Hard on the easy ones. I have no idea where I have come across that statement before, or perhaps it's just something that that my subconscious made up, I don't even know how to explain that entire thing, but I found myself saying, easy on the hard, hard on the easy, easy on, meaning, you know, to go easy on the hard things, and to go as hard as possible on the easy things, and it kind of made sense, even though it's troubling, that I still can't, <clears throat> I still can't pinpoint where that. I don't know, is it an aphorism, or a quote, or a statement, I don't even know what to call it. I still can't pinpoint where I got it from. And for for the rest of the day up till this midnight I've I've been thinking about how much that makes sense and how practical it seems, you know, to to recognize the, the difficult tasks as difficult and to go easy on them. Um because you 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 certainly could get broken by going hard on something that's hard. However, when you, you know, when you go hard on the easy ones, you're able to, um, you're able to, what is it called? What's the word now? What's the word now? What's the word now? You're able to, like, make multiple... (sighs) God, I'm confused. Okay. You're able to be much more productive... As opposed to being lenient on the easy tasks. Simply because they are easy tasks. I hope that makes sense. Okay, so let me try and go right again. So, the hard ones, don't go hard on them. Because going hard on them could get you broken. You, You need to be as easy as possible. Approach it with as much stealth and wisdom and tactic and whatever. As much as possible of those as you have. To be able to get them done more efficiently that's for the hard ones but for the easy ones there's this high tendency of wanting to be lenient because of course they are easy things and that's where that's a a trap you don't want to fall into so you want to go as hard as possible on those ones because already they are easy but for you to be able to milk them thoroughly you want to go as hard as possible on them because i mean you have nothing to fear and perhaps it even challenges you to unpeel new layers of difficulty on what you once thought was easy. Okay, I guess that's the first part. And then the second thing I that has been on my mind longer for longer than the one I just mentioned is how things, let me just say change in general, change in general, how things change, how people change. How environments change, how our thought processes change, how entire communities can even change, how a nation can change, like how God, how friends could become enemies and how enemies could become friends. I mean, it's something that we see around us every day. But it takes a certain level of concern or interest to see how profound it is. I mean I okay, I think the closest um the closest example I can I can try to paint would be with regards to religious matters. I mean, I've seen people who I thought to be the most religious people, eventually, you know, become nearly the opposite of that. And I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the the opposite happen. So vice versa, people who were like the least religious, the least you know, conscious people spiritually, religiously, become like the most conscious. And you want to you want to ask you, you imagine like what what <laughs> what exactly did they see that others did not see? From both aspects, from both the one who went from religious to you know not to so contend anymore and also the one that went from so, so unconscious to super conscious you want to ask questions you want to let your imagination run wild like what did they experience what unique experiences did they have to trigger some kind of reaction in their in their subconscious that has gotten them to where Um, I read I read the story of uh what's his name now? SubhanAllah. Um I can't remember his name now. He was one of the um one of the okay, let me just let that one go. I can't I can't even remember anything about that. That's a problem. Yeah, so just moving on. I mean, what do people go through like I mean, of course, I could be, I could try to bring insight from my own personal experience, but it's not enough. It's not enough. I mean, I wish I could, like, get into the minds of about 100 people, 50 people who, you know, who have gone from the highest of highs as regards anything at all to the lowest of lows, and 50 people who have experienced the opposite. And just sit them down and pick their brains and just ask them questions. Just get into their mind. Not for fun, actually, not for fun. Just to expose me to an entirely different view of how people think, how people digest information. Because I imagine that information has a very crucial role to play in change in terms of how people digest information in terms of how people even receive how they get information i mean a statement that could hurt one person would probably uplift the next person ah which is why it's so 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 super essential to be careful with the things we say with the information to pass around. I mean, it's better to just keep quiet. Just keep quiet. Um, was it Omar bin al-Khattab, I'm not sure, who said, okay, I'm not sure. I don't know if it was him, but I think it was, one of, it was either him or one of the Salaf that said, um, I have never regretted my silence, however, I have regretted my speech, or is it, I have regretted my speech over and over again, but I have never for once regretted my silence, yeah, so as, as regards what concerns others, as regards, you know, the lives of others, as regards even religion, God, it's so, so essential to speak on what you know or just zip up your mouth like just don't say jack misguidance misguidance is it's taking too lightly and oh well okay i think god i feel i feel so so light now i think this thing helps sometimes i think it helps sometimes i think it doesn't help i think The only thing I I enjoy is coming back like a week or two weeks after recording this stuff to listen to it again and try to like reminisce on who I was two weeks ago and see if I still feel the same way or see if I would be able to get myself out of the mood I was in as I went recording this, if it happened again. I don't know if that makes sense to whoever is listening. Okay, I think I'm done. It has been 12 minutes and some seconds. If you listen this far, I wonder why you did. But I hope you get the best out of out of life and out of the afterlife. Peace.